0: Hey guys, it's KJ with Living Christian, uh, this is another episode of Bible root and Coffee Drinking. Welcome aboard. I appreciate you coming and listening to this, or watching this if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I always appreciate uh, everybody at least paying attention to what I have to say. So if you're new to this uh, podcast, uh, we do what the title says. We read a little bit of the Bible, I, uh, I drink some coffee, and uh, we chit-chat a little bit. I'll, I'll also answer some questions after I read the Bible part of it. Uh, answers of questions that uh, you guys have submitted. So if you want to submit a question, uh, just hit the website and go to the podcast area, and you can submit a question right there. So we're going to drink a little bit of coffee today. We have Texas Pecan, which is one of my favorites. Uh, So I am a local, uh, central Texas, uh, outside of Austin, and we have a grocery store called HEB. This is not an advertisement. I just love our HEB, and they have good coffee. So I'm partaking in some of their... Uh, Texas Pecan today. So, I, I love it so much. It's so good. So, anyways, uh, we're in First John today, so uh, get your Bibles ready if you want to follow along. If you just want to drive in your car, or maybe you're jogging, whatever you're doing today and you just want to listen along, I will try to read the best I can. So, we are in First John. We're going to do First John 2 today. Uh, and we're gonna hit that in just a second so if uh, this is the time of the podcast where I usually talk about my website and I'll do it again today uh, check out livingchristian.org, uh, org orgcom uh, org and uh, you can check it out for our all of our Bible verse list and blog posts and uh, all the podcasts are on there as well uh, as well as a, a full store apparel store we got t-shirts and, and hoodies and and t-shirt or caps and coffee mugs and all sorts of goodies on there that help you guys uh, display your Christianity and your faith out to the world. So check it out at livingchristian.org. If you use your uh, the code PODCAST20, that's an exclusive code, discount code, uh, for my podcast listeners. So PODCAST20, uh, if you use that, check out. You'll get 20% off of your entire order on livingchristian.org. So check it out if you haven't already. Uh, I'm going to be adding some uh, new items to the store pretty soon, as well as uh, writing some new blog posts and Bible verse lists. We'll we'll hit one for Easter coming up, which is going to be pretty exciting, so... Uh, if you feel the urge to uh, support the podcast in other ways, uh, obviously buying something on the store supports my ministry, but if you'd like to do that, you can go to the show notes here, and there's a link there to um, to donate and uh, support our podcast. I appreciate that. I surely do. So uh, everything I'm talking about today with the links and the discount code are all going to be in the show notes of the podcast, so wherever you're listening to this today, uh, just scroll down there, and there should be some links to livingchristian.org and the, to the podcast area and to the store and the whole nine yards. It's all right there. I try to make it easy for you, so uh, click on the show notes, and uh, and uh, I appreciate you guys visiting the website. So uh, now that I've given you guys some time to get your Bibles ready, we're going to hit 1 John 2 and have a sip of coffee real quick. Uh, so, read along if, you want, uh, if you'd like. If not, uh, listen to the soothing sounds of my voice as I read the Bible. Uh, I'm joking, of course. So, 1 John 2, let's hit it. All right, so 1 John 2. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice of that atones for our sins, and not only for our sins, but the sins of all the world. So let's stop there for a second and just think about that. So what John is telling us uh, in this short two sentences, three sentences here, is everything we need to know about the whole, all four books of the gospel. Obviously, I encourage you guys to read all four books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But as we get into first John, he's just laying it all out right there. We have an advocate, not only an advocate, with the God the Father in Jesus, but he himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins. So whatever you've done, uh, whatever sins you have committed, uh, just know that Jesus has already atoned for them, because he even says it right there in verse 2, not only for this, for our sins, and this is who John is talking to, right, his audience, right? Uh, He's specifically talking to them, not only for your sins, our sins, the people that are listening to this and reading this at the time, but the sins of the world. He is making sure that they're aware that this is not just for the Jewish people of the time or the Israelites of the time. This is for all the Gentiles in the entire world. Jesus died for everyone. Obviously, there's some stipulations on that. Obviously, we have to accept him and believe that he is Lord and Savior, but he did it for everybody, okay? Verse 3, we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, and we're going to hit those in a minute, that person is a liar and not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. That's verse 6. All right, let's have a sip of coffee as we talk about that. So he's talking about the Word. He's talking about the Old Scriptures. He's talking about the commandments. That's very confusing. Like, what commandments do we keep following after we're saved? And us as Gentiles, or which ones do we not? Uh, Which ones are no longer relevant to us? anymore, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but obviously from a Ten Commandments standpoint, I I do want to discuss that, Uh, but the the old mosaic, and specifically the ceremonial laws, such as not eating pork, not trimming your beard, etc., not getting tattoos, those kind of go out the window, because Jesus fulfilled, right, fulfilled the law, and that is mentioned several times in other books as well, so uh, let's hit uh, seven, which is entitled A New Commandment. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This is this old commandment to love one another. To love one another is the same message you have heard before, yet is also new. Jesus lived the truth of his of this commandment, and you are also living it. For the darkness is disappearing and the true light is already shining. If anyone claims I am living in the light but hates a fellow believer, that person is also is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. But anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. So, uh, you know, in terms of loving one another, this is talking specifically about other believers, Okay. Uh, if anyone claims, I am living in the light, if you're following Christ, but yet you still hate or you still treat other believers poorly, you're not living in the light, but you're still hidden in the darkness, whether you think so or not. So we, you know, on social media, and we'll hit first uh, 12 in a second, uh, on social media specifically, I see all day, every day, especially on TikTok, it's really bad there, um, believers bashing other believers. Uh, trying to one-up each other trying to um, prove them wrong or, or, or calling each other false teachers or whatever that may be and right here John is telling us that we can't be doing that if we're living like Christ if we're living in the light we wouldn't be doing that okay do you think in next time and we're gonna and we got a little bit a little bit more to go here um, you know do you think if Jesus was here on this earth right now, and let's say, hypothetically speaking, okay, he's on Instagram, he's on uh, you know uh, TikTok, he, he's got twelve followers. Uh, do you think he would comment on other Christian uh, posts about how they're wrong, or trying to correct them, or trying to bash them? That is a form of jealousy and a compare, you know, comparison that we just can't live with as Christian followers. We've got to be following that commandment of loving one another, as Jesus said, okay? He gave us two commandments. Let's let's not talk about the Old Testament commandments for a second. Love, uh, what was it? Love one another, or love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love one another as you love yourself. That is the most important commandment that Jesus himself said. So try that today. Next time you feel the urge to... Um, compare yourself to somebody else, uh, to criticize somebody else? Are, how are you doing that? How, what's in your heart? All right. are, are you trying to do it to correct them, to guide them on the right path? Okay, we can have that discussion. Or are you doing it to make yourself feel better? Because that is certainly not what Jesus would have done. All right. uh, verse 12, I'm writing to you, you are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I'm writing to you who are mature in their faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I'm writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. That's exciting. I uh, I have written to you who are God's children because you know the Father. I've written to you who are mature in your faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I've written to you who are young in their faith because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts you have won your battle for the evil one. Hmm. Sip of coffee on that one. That is a good word right there. So no matter what you, where you are in your faith, whether you're young in your faith or old in your faith, you've been a Christian for a long time, or you're new to learning about Jesus, this word, this commandment is for you to love one another. All right, so let's look at uh, verse 15. Do not love this world. Do not love this world, nor the things... Of it, that it offers you for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the father in you for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. Are y'all listening to this? This is this is good word here. They are not they these are not from the father, but are from this world and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what God and what pleases God will live forever. That is good word right there. And this world is fading away because uh, every day something bad happens. Every day this world degrades and disintegrates uh, and gets closer and closer to the end times. And um, that is what John is talking about here. So focus on what pleases God, and you'll live forever in spite of this world. All right, verse 18. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming. And already many such antichrists have appeared. From this we know that the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged to us. Otherwise they would have strayed strayed with us, or stayed with us, excuse me. When they left, it proved that they did not belong with us. Verse 20, But you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you spirit. And all of you know the truth. So I'm writing to you, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between the truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Let me repeat that. Verse 22, and who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either, but anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. That's in the middle of verse 22. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is, is an Antichrist. You know, we talk a lot about Antichrist coming in the end times. Uh, you know, Revelation it talks about that. Um, but that's a lot of the summation of 1 John, of Daniel, of Revelation, of Thessalonians. It's a lot of that discussion. So, anyone, according to John, anyone who denies Jesus is the Savior, denies Jesus is the Christ, is inherently anti-Christ. If you're not with us, you're against us. Okay? That is the truth. We are at a spiritual war in ourselves and in this world. And we have no room for wishy-washiness or confusion. Jesus is our Savior, period. And if you're not with that, then you are an anti-Christ. Verse 24. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you'll remain in fellowship uh, with the Son and the Father, excuse me. And in this fellowship, we will uh, enjoy the eternal life He promised us. Verse 26 I am writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray, but you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives in you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what He teaches is true. This is not a lie. Just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. So he is warning everybody not to stray. Okay, I'm writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives in you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. So what he's saying there is once you're baptized in the Spirit and you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you know the truth, okay? You know the truth of what it is. People will try to lead you astray. This world will try to lead you astray. Society, social media, everything will try to lead you astray, but they can't because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, and you know the truth. So if you're struggling today, and you're not sure whether you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, and you're not sure whether Jesus is the Christ, read this book, and I'm happy to talk to you. Direct message me on any of my platforms. I I try my best to respond back. I try my best to follow that, but I'm happy to have this discussion with you because there is no wiggle room here, guys. It's either you are a Christ follower with the Holy Spirit in you, or as John says, you are an antichrist. None of us want that, do we? We want eternal life. We We want the peace and joy that Jesus Christ can bring. Let's hit twenty-eight. Finish this up, living as children of God. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ, so that when He returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from any from Him in shame. Since we know that Christ is righteous, we also know that all who do what is right are God's children. Hmm. That's the word of the Lord. That is a good one. That is verse. Uh, that is uh, one. First John chapter two. Uh, so that is a great book of the Bible, uh, and that tells us a lot about uh, ourselves. Uh, there's some introspective that we need to have. Um, if you're confused whether you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, the answer is if you fully understand and believe that Jesus is your Savior, that Jesus is Christ, as John says, then you do have the Holy Spirit inside of you. If uh, you're confused by that, or, or, or maybe you don't have it yet, you have a fully accepted your salvation, your gift, frankly, from Jesus. It is a gift. Uh, It is a gift. It's a a free gift, guys. Uh, I mean, in reality, Jesus has already paid for this gift, uh, and and the Father has laid it out in front of you, and all you have to do is accept it. Uh, It sounds simple. It's not. Is it difficult at times? Yes. Uh, Is it challenging? Absolutely. Are you going to have doubts? Uh, All the time. Uh, Is this world going to come against you stronger because of it? Absolutely. Is the devil way upset once you accept Christ as your Savior? 100%. And he will fight you harder than you ever have felt before in your life. It's not easy being a Christian at times, guys. Mainly because this world and Satan doesn't want to lose you. They don't want to lose you from their, their grasp, their hold. Satan wants nothing else more than to keep you in sin, to keep you enjoying the pleasures of, of the body and this world, and not giving your life to Christ. That is not what he wants at all. So you know what? He, the second you accept Christ, you're going to have some hardships, and it's going to be tough. And uh, the devil is going to absolutely go kicking and screaming, because he is a giant, giant baby, uh, a giant egotistical maniac baby who... Uh, who I'm not afraid of, and you shouldn't be either, because his ego is huge. He has the uh, audacity to think that he can win over God, and I'm here to say that uh, there's zero chance that's happening. Not with me. As the old saying goes, not today, Satan, and I'm not having it. So uh, I'm not afraid of him at all, and you shouldn't be either. But just know that he is going to be fighting hard uh, once you accept Christ. So that uh, that is 1 John 2, so thanks for reading along with me today. All right, so let's hit uh, the podcast questions uh, that uh, have been submitted. Uh, I'll read a couple of with you today. And uh, so if you want to submit a question for future consideration, hit livingchristian.org slash podcast. Once again, in the show notes. So click on that and submit a question for next time. And I'd be happy uh, to uh, read it on the air here. Uh, I tried to, I've got a bunch on here, so I can't promise you I'm going to get to it, but uh, I, I like to. And if you want to learn Something about me or my ministry? Feel free to ask about that as well. Uh, most of the time, I get uh, kind of salvation questions and prayer questions, but I am happy to talk about, uh, you know, what we're doing here at Living Christian, or, or my uh, testimony, or you know, what I believe in. Uh, I'm I'm happy to have that conversation as well. So ask away, ask away, ask away. So all right, let's uh, let's hit a few questions here, uh, and then we'll go on down the road. So uh, how do we know this one came comes from uh, Savani? How do you know the voice of God? How can we realize it's His? Is it like a consciousness voice that we hear when we sometimes do things? I'm really confused. So that is a great question. Uh, the answer is all of the above. I truly believe there are times that God speaks to us uh, in 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 our consciousness, in our in our mind. Um, you know, sometimes I can sit there and my mind just it talks to me all the time. And sometimes, obviously, that is just me and my mind going. And sometimes I truly believe that's God talking to me, uh, telling me what to do, or urging me in a direction, um, pushing me to do something maybe I'm uncomfortable with, uh, or in general, just making sure that I know that I'm loved. Uh, so, yes, sometimes it is your consciousness. Sometimes it's something that you may read. Uh, sometimes it's in a cry or a smile of a baby. Uh, Sometimes it's a bird chirping outside. Uh, I truly believe that God speaks to us all day, every day in a multitude of ways. I mean, in our last podcast, we talked about, uh, I think it was an almond tree. Uh, And then knowing that, if that almond tree is there and you see it, you know God's talking to you because he is everywhere, all around us, in everything that we do. So I truly believe that's the case. So I I sometimes hear God's urgings to, um, you know, to make me change directions and things I read and music I listen to. Sometimes it's in a dream. Uh, So he is speaking to you all the time. You just have to kind of be open to it Uh, and you have to open your mind up and your heart up a little bit. And I promise you, you'll you'll hear God talk. Uh, Maybe not the way that you think. Maybe not in the uh, vocal sense that you think that you're waiting on, but I promise you he talks to you all the time, all the time. You just got to be uh, open your ears to it and open your heart to it. I promise it's there. All right, cool. That's a great question. I have uh, uh, another one from Rebecca. Uh, um, what do you think? And this, she's from Instagram. What do you think about reading a pre-planned prayer instead of a praying for your heart? I always think the best um, way to pray is from your heart. Uh, there are some times when you're reading um, you know, several prayers, and whether you're re, re kind of reiterating one in church, uh, the Lord's Prayer, for example, that's fine, that's a good one, that's the best one, um, and that's fine. But reading a pre planned prayer, I think it's okay. I mean, if it depends on what you mean by that, if you want to write down your prayer, so you want to make sure you get everything said to God that you, you want to, and you don't want to forget anything, then go at it. But if you say the same prayer every day, over and over and over again, and it's pre-planned and not from your heart, I think that's that's a struggle. Okay, so uh, it can be both. Uh, It can be the Lord's prayer. It can be uh, it can you can write it down so you don't forget what you're trying to pray for. Uh, You can just sit there and talk to God. That's great too. That's what I do most of the time. Uh, and, and sometimes it's short, sometimes it's long. Sometimes I ramble, sometimes it's, I'm succinct. Uh, I think all of the above, as long as you're talking to God, that is what He wants. That is for sure. But, uh, you know, what's in your heart? That's the question. And if uh, what's in your heart, uh, it comes out where you pre plan it on writing so you don't forget, then great. But if you're writing out a prayer and it's a static prayer, and it's monotone, and there's no heart, and no feeling, and no um, sense of urgency to it, then I don't think that's right either. All right, Uh, let's hit one more question. How literally should we follow the Ten Commandments? Oh, Lord, this is going to be a good one. I understand. I understood that all of our food is blessed. We can eat pork, for example. So which ones do we still follow? I'm also advised to read the New Testament to answer this question, but I'm new to this. Hmm, good question. Okay, um... Let's hit the Ten Commandments real quick. Which ones you should you uh, uh, still uh, follow? I would say, first of all, the second part of your question where he talks about eating pork is not part of the Ten Commandments. So there's a difference between the Ten Commandments that God gave Moses on the tablets or in the Ark of the Covenant there, right? And we'll go over those in a second. Uh, that is a, a list of commandments from God to Moses, as this is the law of my people. Okay, then you get into some of the ceremonial laws and some of the other laws that were given after that. Uh, Don't cut your hair, don't trim your beard, don't eat pork or shellfish, etc. Those were fulfilled by Jesus. Okay, so in terms of the Ten Commandments and whether we should still follow them, uh, I'm going to go through them real quick and I'll tell you why we should still follow them. Okay, Uh, you should not have any gods before Him and me, Uh, you should not uh, make uh, idols, false idols. Uh, should not take the Lord's name in vain, keep the Sabbath holy, honor your father and mother, uh, do not commit murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness against your neighbor, and do not covet or do not covet your neighbor. So in reality, all ten of those are great laws, okay? They're moral laws. Uh, they've been given down from God. Those are all commandments we should follow, okay? We should not have any gods before God. We should not take the Lord's name in vain. We should not commit murder. We should not steal. Of course, these are all fundamental, you know, followings of Christians as well as humanity. To be honest with you, the 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 one with keeping the Sabbath holy is kind of the um, curious one. I'm going to go why I'm going to go through why you should uh, follow all these still in just a second. But the keeping the Sabbath holy in reality, we've all been busy, right? And we're supposed to follow and honor God's creation by resting on the seventh day as he did. Now, saying that, uh, you know, Jesus himself got in trouble for healing on the Sabbath, right? If you remember that in the Bible, uh, in the Gospels, and he talked about he was healing uh, a man, and, and the Pharisees at the time criticized him and said, hey, you cannot do this. On the Sabbath. There is no working on the Sabbath. And and Jesus' reply was simply, Hey, you know, what's better? Do you not, you know, feed your ox? Do you not do these things uh, on the Sabbath? Of course there is there's wiggle room here and what we classify quote unquote as work. Okay. What God really wants us to do is if we have a career, if we have a job, He doesn't want us slaving away seven days a week. He wants us to take a day to remember him and rest. Let's not make it more than that, okay? So we do that, and as Christians, we kind of do that on Sundays. Uh, we go to church on Sundays. Uh, the Jewish uh, ceremonial was on Saturdays. Uh, that was a traditional Sabbath, uh, but obviously the calendars are different a little bit. We, you know, we get hung up on whether Saturday or Sunday. It doesn't matter. You know, Make sure you honor God with at least one day a week, uh, relax a little bit, and, and, uh, and head to church. Uh, that's the important thing about keeping the Sabbath holy. Now, whether we need to abide by these ten laws or these ten commandments or not, that is the question. The answer is we don't have to to earn our salvation, okay? Jesus, as we talked about in 1 John, Jesus died for all of us, okay? He fulfilled the laws. He blessed us and forgiven our sins and died for our sins. He was the atonement for our sins, as it talks about in 1 John that we just read, period. Okay. Now, saying that, because of that, we honor God by following the Ten Commandments and being good Christians and being examples of Christ on earth. All right. So if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, now you are representative of him on earth. You're the only—hypothetically, sometimes you're the only Bible or Christian that somebody may come across. You're all they know. So what are you going to do? You're going to live your life in the way that Jesus did, as best you can. He even talked about in 1 John, living as Jesus did. Will we fall short? Yes, we will. But the the commandment is to do our best— and be that representative for Christ. Now, saying all that, would Jesus commit murder? Would Jesus covet their neighbor? Of course not. Of course not, okay? It's silliness. That's why we follow the commandments. Not to earn our way to heaven, but because we're honoring God. We're honoring his request, and we're living like Christ here on earth. That's why we do it. Not because we have to, because we want to. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Not because we have to, because we want to. That is my belief. All right, good. That was a uh, good question. That was a great question. That was from Rachel. So thank you, Rachel, for that question. That was phenomenal. So anyways, uh, let's uh, say a quick prayer, and we'll get out of here with our last uh, uh, part of the podcast here. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, providing First John for us today to read. It tells us everything we need to know. Lord, we're committing ourselves to you. We give our lives to you. We recognize that Jesus Christ is the atonement for our sins. His sacrifice on the cross allowed us a way to heaven without having to go through all the things that the Israelites went through. We are so thankful for that. We are so thankful that you've given us this opportunity to believe in Jesus and to continue to follow his commandments and follow his example because we want to be like him. Lord, we're so thankful for that. Please be with the people of Ukraine and around the world who are suffering today. War and famine and and struggle is still going on, and we know the devil is fighting hard, Lord. As I talked about earlier, Lord, we know that Satan is upset with us. We know that he's mad at us for reading your Bible, for for praying to you right now, for loving you so much. We know that he's going to attack us, and he's attacking this world right now, Lord. I'm asking for the strength and the courage to get through it. We love you and trust you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Uh, Great podcast today. I appreciate everybody uh, kind of following along. I love reading First John. Uh, And if you have a question you want me to read next time uh, I record one of these, please go to livingchristian.org slash podcast. livingchristian.org slash podcast. There you'll find everything you need uh, with Bible verse list and, uh, you know, uh, my apparel store and blogs, everything you need to live a Christian life seven days a week. So thanks for joining me again. Uh, I'll see you next time, and until then, keep Jesus in your heart, and eternity on your mind. Love you guys.